<laughs> you see me shining? It's the coconut oil, baby. This one time, this one time I was talking to a friend of mine. And um, they were like, oh, you seem so full of like wisdom. And you have all of these really nice, basically they were complimenting me on, well, the way I received it. <laughs> it was like a compliment as to my resiliency or like my perspective and outlook not pointing a finger at other people who may have you know from basically telling a story like quote unquote done me wrong um or just being able to really pick up on a lesson and while I'm grateful for that I <laughs> I can't stress this enough that I understand that my delivery and feeling, um, no, my delivery comes across as being maybe like calm and comfortable with the lessons or the experiences. And that is most definitely after the fact. Um, I think that it is not acknowledged enough of anyone who may even feel like they're receiving that same type of compliment, uh, they're receiving that same type of compliment of being full of wisdom and what have you, um, that they have experienced some hardship to go along with that. And that hardship can be something from, uh, you know, a fast experience that changed their life forever or something that went on for a very long time and caused them a tremendous amount of pain either way. Um, sometimes when people say things to you, it can trigger you in a sense. Well, not in a sense, but just <laughs> literally. And that for me just brought up all of the thoughts or feelings that I had about uh, another version of myself. And I know oftentimes we hear people talk about that like child version of yourself. And even if you weren't a child at the time, you may have felt childlike because you lacked these experiences and that wisdom. Um, and that's not always... Like, just because you weren't literally a child when something happened, you may have just been ill-experienced and it caused you to, in my case, um, take my abandonment issues or attachment issues and allow myself to be in situations and um, misconstrue actions that someone else was doing with their true intention of you know being a part of my life in whatever way that may be and that can be applied to anything really but from jobs relationships friends associates but for you know for the sake of what we're talking about let's just talk about friendships or, or maybe even like romantic partners for my particular case let's just you know be transparent here it's Tuesday it's a great day to not lie to each other right <laughs> so um my own feelings of not having someone or anyone um not being seen, not being understood, not being allowed to do what I want to do and not in like a negative way like rebel but just literally do things that made me happy brought me joy experience something that I wanted to do or learn um 
or also having like my attachment style uh, be pretty much anxious for the most part. It allowed me to not have healthy boundaries because I was just always trying to hold on to someone or something. And it that quality and characteristic that I had, I don't even want to say had, I probably do still have that. That's something that I've definitely worked through at this point in my life, though. Um, I That might be like, you know what? All right, wait. So... For the sake of what I'm saying, okay, that I might have had, right? I was not able to come up with boundaries that were um, beneficial for me and making sure that I was not overextending myself. And it put my, I put myself in harmful situations and in harm's way, essentially, physically, emotionally, mentally, financially. Those experiences are the hardships that gave me a lot of the wisdom. Now that I have that wisdom, it allowed me to grow in a sense to create healthy boundaries for myself. So now when and if something happens, my initial reaction might be to be like, oh my God, such as this hurt my feelings. Um, They overstep my boundaries but I know that they might not have meant it that way so they're doing something to make me upset um let me express this to them and we'll go from there and the going from there doesn't always mean giving them room to do that again it's just expressing like damn you know this is this is my perspective of this particular situation and this is how I would like things to be moving forward, just in case we ever experience something like that again. Um, oh my God, I don't want you to feel alone. I don't want you. I don't want you to feel abandoned because I felt abandoned before. So I'm going to do anything, kind of sort of to smooth things over. Essentially, honestly, even though that might be my initial thought, the boundaries that I have in place are to. They are a test to my wisdom that I have. And they are to protect myself and that other version of myself, that younger childlike version, not necessarily even a child version of myself from having the same experiences again that I may have had in the past. Because I know what it feels like to want to be in the company of someone or be a part of a group at the expense of you know, my own wants or needs. And that is something, that's a boundary that I have that I'm not willing to sacrifice anymore. I'm also, do not, um, you know, allow people to ask things of me that they do not offer to me. That's a boundary because that was something that I struggled with in the past. These are just examples of how we can take our experiences and moving forward, once you get down to the nitty gritty and you get through them and you're able to bloom from all of that, you can take them and be like the water in the next situation and kind of go with the flow. And even though it might not feel natural because those reactions 
of, um, you know, in my case, not wanting other people to feel how I have felt or having my abandonment and attachment issues caused me to hold on to something that I should have, to that I shouldn't have, um, you can still take those experiences and grow from them in the next moment because, you know, it's always going to be against somebody. I'll always try you again, okay? <laughs> You take it and you grow from it and you learn from it and you move on. And the more you do it, it gets easier. And it won't even be something that you recognize. And it won't. The response of you holding your boundary in place won't be the second thought. It will then become the first thought. No, fast forward to current day for me. It depends on the situation, honestly, where the boundary can be like the first the first situation, like the first thought and reaction, rather. But in certain situations, um, it's, it's still the second reaction because I naturally want to revert back to, you know, that older version of myself where I was comfortable at. Um... But I've also found that I like the response that I get when I'm able to hold my boundaries in place and stand up for myself in any given situation. It allows me to feel less misunderstood, less undervalued, (laughs) less disrespected. Uh, Yeah, the more you hold yourself accountable to the version of yourself that you would like to be, the perception that you would like others to have of you. You have to hold yourself to that standard and then you have to actually act on it. That's when you see the changes and you'll be able to make it work, you know? And it's not like a fake it till you make it situation. It's one of those things where you actually have to do the work. Little by little, day by day. It can even start with just acknowledging, you know, whatever you might struggle with and then trying to figure out a solution and going through scenarios, you know, on how to better handle those type of situations. Thank you. And I hope you enjoyed your time listening to the coconut oil baby podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Julia E lips, the skincare and cosmetic line for everyone. We are all extraordinary. Check out juliaelips.com.